President Joe Biden's American Rescue Plan was a $1.9 trillion economic stimulus bill that was passed by the 117th United States Congress and signed into law by President Biden on March 11th of this year. But since his inauguration, in only 126 days, Biden has already proposed even more aid to build back better. Let's discuss what's to come. I want to break down what's been passed, what's been proposed, and how it could really help all of us. Welcome everyone, it's tax season and I'm bringing you nothing but the tea in taxes. I'm your host, Giovanni Pryor, tax enrolled agent, and this is Life in the Tax Lane. And on this show, we talk about everything trending in today's news, from stimulus payments to sales tax. So I'm going to start the conversation with the topic of real estate. Everyone interested in gaining generational wealth is most likely going to start with home ownership. And as far as our lawmakers are concerned, bills have been drafted, but none have really been introduced to Congress, voted on, or even passed, right? There's been so many rumors circulating on social media saying that um, there's been this down payment assistance passed by Congress. But guys, it, it, it's not true. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It just means as of today, it hasn't happened. But several bills um, that, that are floating around, right? They, they provided some. They, they, they provide some kind of assistance for you know all of us that are trying to buy a home, and they proposed one in specific, um, the Down Payment Toward Equity Act. The way in which this bill is written, it could create a grant program, right, that will provide money directly to first-generation homeowners. Meaning, you know, those Americans of, that never owned a home, your parents have never owned a home. And if this bill, <clears throat> excuse me, gets passed, it would allow homeowners to receive about $20,000 in assistance or up to $25,000 in assistance if that same homeowner, um, that home buyer, let me, let me clarify, <laughs> qualifies as what the bill considers um, socially and economically disadvantaged individuals. This is going to be somebody, um, for example, who has been subjected to a racial or ethnic prejudice or cultural bias sometime before. Now this bill hasn't been formally introduced, it's only been drafted and you know probably discussed behind closed door meetings, but this picked particular bill has not been voted on yet and neither has the first time home buyer act now this one is a similar bill right it would give first time home buyers a tax credit instead of a grant and the first time home buyer act 
This was introduced by Congressman Blumenauer and Panetta, and it would provide um, a tax credit for first-time home buyers of up to 10% of their purchase price, or $15,000. So that roughly puts you, you know, if you're purchasing a home for like $150,000, you know, 10% is going to be that 15 grand. And to qualify, again, you can't currently own a home or not have purchased a home within the last few years. And what I like about this proposal is that this program is targeted to low and middle income earners. It, it, it doesn't have as specific criteria as the Down Payment Tort Equity Act. And we all know that there are a few bills, you know, floating around Capitol Hill, and these bills could really boost financial assistance for first-time homebuyers. But again, so far, none of them have passed. So if you want to take advantage of this proposal, the only way to really make this happen is to hit up those congressmen and women that we voted into office. Yeah, those guys. Send them emails encouraging them to get on board and make this a law. You can call their offices. I mean, it's their jobs to listen to their constituents. And just, you know, going along with the theme of um, assistance, let's, let's usher in President Joe Biden's new $1.8 trillion stimulus package that he unveiled um, late April, early May. And it's looking to extend universal preschool, uh, community college, paid leave programs. I mean, guys, <clears throat> excuse me, this new plan, it's called the American Families Plan. And it's going to include a few tax hikes to pay for these programs. But don't get this confused, okay? This is the second part of his Build Back Better initiative. And this, this second wave is aiming to boost the U.S. economy and invest trillions of dollars with a T into infrastructure and jobs, education and healthcare and other programs, you know, for all of us because we're all kind of struggling here, right? And this newest stimulus package proposal, if it's approved by Congress, so let's not get ahead of ourselves, okay? It would include, for starters, an extension of the child tax credit through 2025. Imagine receiving an advanced child tax credit of $250 or $300 based on the child's age per month for the next four years. That could make all of the difference for low-income families that qualify for this credit only one time a year. And Biden, he wants a universal preschool program for children ages three to four years old that could really help to offset the high cost of daycare for families or, you know, the impoverishment of caregivers. Like high quality universal pre-K for three and four year olds could, I mean, drastically reduce the financial burden on families that have young children and it could help those same children get prepared for kindergarten like most kids they, they grow up in households and their parents work outside of the home and 
it makes outside care a necessity. So tuition-free pre-K could reduce that burden that is placed on, you know, struggling young parents and single parents, right? Struggling to afford, you know, daycare and just the day-to-day -day expenses of the household. It's no secret that our public education system is failing a significant portion of our kids, right? And according to the nation's report card, only about one-third of kids in America can read proficiently by fourth grade. And so they've done some research and they've revealed that time and again, early access to high quality pre-K benefits kids later in life. So this is nothing but a win in my opinion. This uh, American Families Plan, it calls for $109 billion to make two years of community college free for all students, in addition to roughly $85 billion investment in Pell Grants to decrease the reliance on student loans. And if you've listened to me before, you know that student loans are the bane of my existence, and I am all for this, right? But under Biden's plan, it's projected that about 5.5 million students would pay no tuition or fees. I know what some of you are thinking. $109 billion is an astronomical amount of money. It can't be done, right? So I have some hard facts for you. 25 states, including Arkansas, Indiana, Minnesota, Montana, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Tennessee already have statewide free community college programs. And even more were actually expected to kind of pop up before the coronavirus pandemic took over and put a halt to, you know, state and local budgets. But Biden said, if we make it free, they will come. And who don't like free? It's like that commercial, free, 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 <laughs> right? Another aspect of this proposal, though, that I am excited for, guys, is this new national paid family free program. It offers up to $4,000 a month, okay? The president is calling on Congress to pass a bill that would require employers to give their workers seven paid sick days a year. Like currently, companies that got 50 or more employees are required to provide up to 12 weeks of unpaid time off, right? Thanks to the Family and Medical Leave Act of 1993. But the U.S. is one of the only countries that doesn't guarantee workers paid time off when they're having a new child or they're dealing with an illness. And a senior administration official uh, at the White House told CNBC that you know, these are investments that we can't afford not to make as a country. And I completely agree, and I think you should too, but, you know, I mean, just do your research. Check check into what is being put out there, you know, and, and let's make sure that we do our part to get these congressmen and these lawmakers to actually enact provisions and laws that are going to make a difference where we live, right? Now, Biden is saying we could pay for this, right? 
by increasing tax on wealthy Americans. You guys know I had to bring tax in here, right? This is life in the tax lane. But the tax increases, they contained, in the, 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 I'm sorry, let me say this again. The tax increases contained in the two economic recovery packages would fully pay for the investments over the next 15 years, right? Many of these proposals, they're going to require congressional or state to buy in, though, before they're actually enacted, right? But um, the current administration, they want to introduce legislation to reform unemployment insurance to where it automatically adjusts the length and the amount of benefits unemployed workers can receive depending on the state of our economy. And they want to extend expanded Affordable Care Act premium tax credits, which got added to the previous American Rescue Plan. They want to make the earned income tax credit expansion for childless workers permanent, to pull that low-wage essential worker out of poverty. And this one is huge because as a tax professional, I, I don't think people seem to understand that the more money a single person makes the higher they get taxed and they lose out on valuable credits like earned income tax credit and the current administration they want to give the IRS the authority to regulate paid tax preparers to deal with some of those preparers that have high error rates which in the end cost taxpayers large fees because ultimately the taxpayer is responsible for the tax liability, not the tax preparer that prepared the return. And there absolutely should be tighter regulations. I mean, guys, at Syndicate Tax, you know, we offer more than just tax preparation for our clients. We offer tax resolution for those that are in need of immediate help, as well as tax planning for those taxpayers worried about the future. With four ways to file your taxes at your convenience, there's no reason not to give us a call today. It's tax time, and there are a lot of tax changes this year. If you didn't get your stimulus checks, or if you didn't get the full amount, file the syndicate tax, and we'll get you paid. Did you claim unemployment in 2020? Even if you didn't withhold taxes, you can still qualify for an IRS refund check. Don't miss out on these opportunities to get more money back. Syndicate tax professionals know all the new rules to get you the biggest refund possible. You can file your taxes in person or virtually using our secure mobile app. Just snap a picture of your W-2 and other tax forms and we can complete your return. To find out how, just give us a call at 502-220-4868. We have three offices in Louisville ready to take care of you. Call us now at 502-220-4868. And when it comes to students, it isn't just pre-K that gets overhauled. We talked about universal pre-K for three and four-year-olds, right? And the two years of free community college to all Americans, including those dreamers. But did I mention they want to increase the Pell Grant? Right, $1,400. They want to add retention and completion grants to states to keep kids in college and offer two years of subsidized tuition and program expansions for in-demand fields like STEM or healthcare 
at historically black colleges and universities, you know, those HBCUs we love. And in tribal colleges and universities and ministry institutions are included as well, as well as funding to address teacher shortages, preparations and diversity among educators, including asking Congress to double scholarships for future teachers to $8,000 per year. And then what about parents? Well, how about affordable childcare? Creating a sliding scale where families earning one and a half times their state's median income will pay 7% or less on childcare. And national paid family and medical leave programs up to $4,000 a month with a minimum of two-thirds of average weekly wages being replaced. So that puts you at roughly 80% of your pay, not to max out that $4,000. In, in year one of the program, the plan includes three days of bereavement leave per year, but by year 10, it will have increased to 12 weeks of paid parental, family, and personal illness leave. This package would include partial wage replacement for when you have a new baby or care or you're taking care of, you know, someone is, that's seriously ill in your family or because of a loved one's military deployment. Because, you know, we all have someone in our family, you know, that is in the military. And what about finding safety from sexual assault or stalking and domestic violence? You know, taking time to heal from serious illness or taking time off for the death of a loved one. This new plan, guys, could extend the child tax credit increase through 2025 and make it permanently fully refundable. This was expanded in the American Rescue Plan to bring the credit from $2,000 to $3,000 for, you know, kids um, ages six and under. I mean, six and above, and $3,600 for children under the age six. And they want to make the child independent care tax credit expansion for the increased child care, um, I'm sorry guys, tax benefits. My allergies are trying to get the best of me today. <laughs> um, they want to expand summer EBT benefits to all eligible children nationwide. And they want to create a reentry for formerly incarcerated individuals with Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or what we know as SNAP, right? Food stamp benefits. And then to the teachers and the schools and the child care providers, Biden didn't leave you guys out to dry either. I mean, he, he wants to offer $1.6 billion in funding to help current teachers earn credentials for programs like special and bilingual education. $2 billion for programs to mentor new teachers and teachers of color. Child care providers can receive funding to focus on the quality of early childhood care and education. And they want to offer a $15 minimum wage for child care workers because the average worker is earning roughly $12 an hour, you know, as far as 2020 according to, you know, White House statistics. That's not a lot when you're talking about caring for someone. They want to um, fund for uh, add funding for job embedded coaching and professional development for child care providers. They want to provide incentives for schools to expand and provide 
healthy school meals. Everybody remembers Michelle Obama's huge initiative to change the food in the schools, and we don't want to get away from that, right? Because we care about what our kids eat. Now, this plan, again, yeah, it's going to cost $1.8 trillion. It's proposed to be paid for through tax hikes on high-income Americans. So, guys, don't freak out. That's only going to impact 0.03% of taxpayers. Like, those that make more than a million dollars a year, it's almost everything we've been wanting. But how will it get paid for with such a hefty price tag attached, right? Senior White House officials have already began breaking it down, you know, this specifically this capital gains tax hike and how it targets wealthy investors. So listen up, you know, because I mean, maybe this applies to you. But there will be, if, if, if this bill is, if this new plan is um, passed into law, there would be an increase in the top tax rate um, to 39.6% on the top 1%. This was cut out under the Trump administration and they lowered it to 37%. They would end capital income tax breaks for households making over a million dollars a year. And um, you'll end up paying 39.6% on all of your income, including those capital gains and dividends. And they want to attempt to eliminate loopholes where gains can be passed down across generations untaxed by ending the practice of stepping up by taxing if the property is not donated to charity. Now, there will be protections for family-owned businesses and farms, and I think there needs to be protection for family-owned businesses and farms, because otherwise it hinders the transfer of generational wealth. And I'm, I'm a little torn on this one, because let's say you have, you know, a commercial property, and you bought it for 50 grand. This property has appreciated value over five years, right, that you've owned it meaning that the value of the building has increased, let's say, to 70 grand. So you have $20,000 of appreciated uh, gain. And you don't pay tax on that unless you actually sell your property. But if you never sell this commercial property and you pass it down to your children, well, they have a stepped-up basis. Now, it is as if they bought the investment property for the 70 grand and there is no tax paid on the appreciated gain and that's just one of the tools that 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 are used to you know gain generational wealth and every good thing has bad actors and I would hate to see that go away and yet I I get why it is uh abused you know but I'm just I'm just saying, right? But they want to also close the carried interest loophole, making hedge fund partners pay ordinary income rates. They want to um, eliminate the special real estate tax break that allows real estate investors to defer taxation when they exchange properties with gains higher than five hundred thousand dollars. And they want to permanently extend limitation that restricts large excess business losses that allow tax cuts and they want to increase enforcement on wealthy taxpayers that make over $400,000 and corporations and businesses and estates. But what's not included? You know, because I know I threw a lot out there, but what we did not talk about was that there were no additional direct economic impact payments or what we know as stimulus checks.
and there was no student loan cancellation. It's tax time, and there are a lot of tax changes this year. If you didn't get your stimulus checks, or if you didn't get the full amount, file the syndicate tax, and we'll get you paid. Did you claim unemployment in 2020? Even if you didn't withhold taxes, you could still qualify for an IRS refund check. Don't miss out on these opportunities to get more money back. Syndicate tax professionals know all the new rules to get you the biggest refund possible. You can file your taxes in person or virtually using our secure mobile app. Just snap a picture of your W-2 and other tax forms and we can complete your return. To find out how, just give us a call at 502-220-4868. We have three offices in Louisville ready to take care of you. Call us now at 502-220-4868. I know you always you can't get everything you want right away, right? But, I mean, we're working towards it. In only 126 days, President Biden's already proposed more aid for America to build back better than we've received in the last four years. Mortgage programs, infrastructure plans, job creation, education, health care, and so many other programs for millions of Americans are what we desperately need right now. So don't feel bashful. Let's hound our lawmakers and harass Capitol Hill until they pass this newest plan. I mean, I'm just saying, you guys can do what you want, but you know, <laughs> this is what we need right now and I, I think that more, sh more people should be talking about it. More people should be joining the conversation. But that's gonna be it for our show today, folks. You know, as always, if you're in need of a tax professional or if you want more information about something that I've talked about on air today, you can be sure to follow me on social media or check out my company website at www.syndicatetax.net. You can view our services. We offer four ways to file and we have three locations in Louisville. But if you need immediate assistance, you can give me a call today at 502-220-4868 or email me directly at jill at syndicatetax.net. I want to thank you guys for listening and until next time.